0: Let me tell you a secret. Veterans are entering a world full of opportunity, but you can only participate if you know the tricks of personal branding, leveraging your skills in the modern digital economy, and most importantly, positioning your benefits and assets to give you financial control when you stop following orders. I'm Scott Tucker, and I'm here to tell you what they don't want you to know. Welcome to Veteran Wealth Secrets, where we show you how to go from apathy and aspiration to autonomy and financial control. You ain't failing then you ain't trying hi everybody scott tucker here again welcome back to veteran well secrets if you've been in the military then you've probably heard that saying before and i say it tongue-in-cheek but oftentimes we think that failing is the worst thing you can do and in our profession often when it's life and death failure isn't an option the cool thing is In the civilian world, especially in the United States of America, in the modern age that we live in, the greatest time in all of human history, man, you can make mistakes and you can make them quickly. And there is a ton of truth to that, at least I've experienced it in my own life, that the more I failed quickly as I was testing and trying things, the quicker I learned what I was better at, what I wasn't so good at, what I liked, what I didn't like, the types of people I wanted to surround myself with, those who I wanted to emulate, and types of things I wanted to do with my time. And I fear that often when we're trying to figure out what we wanna do in post-military life, we think failure isn't an option. And I would argue that one of the best things you can do is get fired quickly and ultimately you know our goal here at Wealth Secrets and with my firm U.S. Vet Wealth is to eventually get yourself fired from the concept of even being an employee. Now that might take time and maybe you don't need to do that maybe you're one of the lucky ones who really truly does find the job you love in the organization or employer that you can really feel good about earning a paycheck from but we know when we look at the surveys for the blue star family survey that the statistics show that majority veterans or at least a large enough percentage of to make it significant aren't in their chosen career field, certainly aren't doing things that excite them when they wake up on a daily basis. Other than of course, hey do what you got to do to support your family and while that's noble at some point we risk missing out on opportunities if we're not open for them. I'm really excited to share the interview we have today with Elise Salomon and her story on uh, through entrepreneurship herself and some of the opportunities that she's seen. And I think it'll be inspiring for all of you to just think about things outside the traditional path. Make sure you're subscribing to the show if you haven't already. really appreciate that. I'm really excited how quickly we've been growing. And, and of course, check out all our resources at usvetwealth.com as we're updating that site there's just tons of available all for free whether it's blog articles other podcast episodes and of course our books to help you think about finances and wealth and employment in a new way i mean that's our goal that's our mission is to is we just think you have the option to know that other things exist than the status quo we've been told we think that's the only fair path ahead Enjoy the interview, and we'll catch you next time. Good afternoon, everyone, here on Veteran Wealth Secrets. And if you're new to the show, if you're new to the channel, please subscribe. We're going to be rolling out tons of these interviews to get the various secrets that Someone still on active duty has had to get to where they are in their career. Someone going through transition tips they're finding out they want to share. Or, of course, uh, veterans that are already out there and have been through it in a few different ways, have been through the transition, and, of course, have a lot of wisdom and insight. So that's what the show is about. I think today's lesson from our guest, who I'm so excited to bring on, Elise Salamoni. Whoops, I'm going to unmute her real quick. Um, very excited. Let me read her bio real quick because super impressive. So I'm very excited to get into what we're going to learn. But Elise Salamone was born in Puerto Rico and raised in Connecticut. She's an entrepreneur, a board certified woman's health nurse practitioner and an Army Air Force combat veteran. She retired from the Air Force in 2014 as a lieutenant colonel. Elise has two masters, one in leadership from Regis University in Denver and a second from uh, VCU in Richmond, Virginia, where I've spent a little bit of time in nursing with a focus on women's health. Uh, Since her military retirement, Elise has continued working as a nurse practitioner, speaker, coach, educator, mentor, and advocate. In 2019, she leapt into an entrepreneur's journey as the founder of Empowered Legacy Consulting. Inc., a coaching business. So we know we always like talking about entrepreneurship and hearing how veterans make that jump, so I'm excited to to get your thoughts. And lastly, to learn a little bit more about her, go to thriveglobal.com. She had an article featuring her life and her military career. So I know there's always... We're big fans of the Rosie Network. I don't know if you the Rosie yeah, Network at yeah, you know, all yeah. they actually, military yes, spouse and veteran yes. entrepreneurship. So mm-hmm. we're very close with Stephanie Brown in that, that. That's what we went through the program and we made our own kind of jump and dabbling and stuff. And so I, I like hearing those sides of the story as people are taking their various skill sets, going out there with a message and and sharing it with others. But Elise, why why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself? What do you got going on these days? And maybe like, how's it different from what you were doing in the military and what you've been doing since then?
1: Great question. First of all, I actually spoke for the Rosie Network a few months ago. So I'm very familiar with that program. Oh, great. Yes, yes. So let me just go back a little bit to how i got to where i am today because i think this will resonate with a lot of people i came back from deployment in 2011 and just had a hard time readjusting to life because in the air force we have a tendency to deploy by ourselves not in teams like the other branches do so when i came back home to colorado i just didn't have the people that i had deployed with to just reintegrate and no one really understood or knew what i had gone through So fast forward a couple of years, I got promoted to Lieutenant Colonel and I just, at that point I had been in the military most of my life, uh, almost 27 years. And I just started to feel like I was ready for a change and I dropped my retirement paperwork and I did that not really thinking about the process of transitioning. And I really caution people when you're transitioning or decide to get out of the military, to make sure that you really look at all the pros and cons and have some sort of plan because the best laid plans may not work out that way when you get out in the civilian sector <laughs> and i have found a job in, at madigan army medical center here in washington so i moved here's another lesson learned When you get out of the military, be very careful where you move to don't move for a job because that job may not be there a year, two years, three years from now. And if you find your place in a location that you have no support system, family, good friends or whatever, it gets hard. It gets hard because when we PCS, we always have an embedded support system. We have our units, we have our coworkers and so forth. And the civilian sector just isn't like that. It's taken me six years in the Washington um, area where I live now to establish a support network, but it's been hard and it's taken six years and I'm a pretty social person. I'm involved in a million different things, but it took me a long time. And in hindsight, if I had to do it over again, I really would have moved closer to family because I'm close to my family and my network is all in DC because that's where I spent most of my military career. And I grew up on the East coast that said, I will tell you that i love washington absolutely Mm -hmm. love it here and that's why i haven't moved but that's something that i caution people that are transitioning out of the military so i worked at madigan resigned after three years because i was really burned out and then i took a job at a startup that laid me off after six months completely unexpected Mm -hmm. and then after that it took me six months to find a job And as a nurse practitioner, people think that's crazy, but that's just the way the market is. And uh, I ended up taking a lower level job, negotiated, seeing patients so I can keep my nurse practitioner skills up. And then 15 months after being in that job and being a manager and a provider, I got terminated very unexpectedly, no cause. And Washington is an at-will state. And at that particular moment, I said, enough. not working for anyone else. I'm going to work for myself. And that's how I leaped into entrepreneurship. So here we are.
0: Wow. That's uh, it reminds me of, of, of my wife. She didn't serve in the military. Her father did, but when she got out of college, she got fired from four jobs. It was just like, well, I guess I have to be an entrepreneur because, (laughs) because that wasn't a good fit, but no, thanks. And you make some great points about location dependence versus independence. And Mm -hmm. What are you going to somewhere for? I made that mistake myself. I got out in Germany because I was dating a German opera singer. And I (laughs) realized there's no opera singer in Fort Bragg. So I guess I'm getting out of the army. That was my whole decision. No plan whatsoever. That said, if you can make the most of a particular location or area, then leverage those resources. But yeah, yeah, getting a network going takes tremendous work. Everybody's in their own little space. You're not, Mm -hmm. when you're on a military base or any, it is generally, even though the base is large and everybody's got different things going on, it's generally going the same direction. You can know what people are feeling or thinking and and relate easier. And that just doesn't happen in the civilian world. That's, Mm -hmm. you know, why you have to be intentional about networking for your various opportunities. And those opportunities could mean a new job, but at some point, at least the people that usually are reading my book or or listen to this show at some point they make, they hit a breaking point and they say, I want to see what I can do myself. Sounds like you had a, a, a deeper story <laughs> there. Can you go into
1: that a little bit? I've been in healthcare for 30 years and I love yeah. being a nurse practitioner. I was probably the happiest besides the time that I was taking care of wounded warriors in Germany and even my time in Afghanistan. Those were some short stints in my career that I was really happy and fulfilled. And I think I finally realized after I got terminated, I'm like, I can't keep doing the same thing and expect a different result, which is I was sick of working Monday through Friday. I was tired of working for people that didn't appreciate my value. They hired me for my leadership and my value and my education. But then once I got in there, they wanted me to strictly be on their game plan. And I wasn't able to lead the way I wanted to lead and to manage people. So that I I felt like, why am I working so hard for somebody else when I could just work just as hard as myself? Entrepreneurship isn't for the fan at heart. This is hard work. But the beauty of it is now that my hard work and my return on investment now all comes back to me and the clients that I serve. And if I screw up and I fail, I can only have myself to blame for and i only have myself to re-engage pivot and go into a different direction to make sure that i learn from whatever failure i have and yeah and my family we all have traditional careers trajectory i've been i've been the oddball that joined the military my sister's a lawyer my other sister's an accountant my little sis my middle sister that has done accounting and bookkeeping she's been a bit of an entrepreneur most of her career but she's also working for someone right now And my mom is a nurse. So it's like when I told them I was doing this, they all thought I was absolutely had lost my mind. And it's been a wild ride. It's been a wild ride. I, I, like I said, this isn't for the faint at heart, but right now I'm in an economy where there's really no jobs out there for me and I needed to create my own opportunity. So here I am.
0: Yeah, I I argue that this is the greatest time for veterans and for anybody in all of human history to be able Mm -hmm. to take advantage of the internet to start a business on your phone on an Instagram account or whatever for veterans in the United States of America with all the goodwill we have going. And yet, even though you you talk about your siblings in lawyer, doctor, the typical career path, ironically, some of the best entrepreneurs are people who come out of those. Mm -hmm. Dr. Phil. Dave Ramsey, yeah. it, it's the most well known where whatever it is you're doing, we all have something in our experiences in our past mm-hmm. that we can teach others. And you mentioned feeling a little bit of failure here and there. It's like we, we mm-hmm. are in great because that's the one career you can't take forward into perpetuity is a military career unless you become the four star general. Oh, Even yeah. then, they got to retire at some point. We're taught. If you don't accomplish the mission, you failed. Maybe you can go back and learn from it with an after-action review a little bit. Usually, you figure out a way to make it look like it's an accomplishment. And in the civilian world, for whatever reason, you, know, you like you said, you don't even know why you got terminated. They might have run out of money, somebody didn't like you. You know, it's just, it, you whatever. It just doesn't matter. You can't go to the to, to the higher ups argue I saw this a lot in the financial services industry you know 95% turnover rate so I feel veterans coming in all gung ho and then yet super high failure rate not only you're not getting paid because it's commission based it's entrepreneurial I just saw that as being like a double whammy of people yeah. feeling like they had failed when really they may not might not have been a good fit so mm-hmm. I'm guessing there's a little bit of just not good fittedness this is that a word I don't know <laughs> but the, but what would you like to say more about what does failure mean to you?
1: Failure is only failure if you don't learn from that experience. Mm -hmm. And I think there's always lessons to learn from failure. Failure is just another stepping stone to success. Mm -hmm. And I think as veterans, we are so hard on ourselves because we come from an organization where we have a mission, we have a clear mission, we have teammates that have the same, we all have the same goal. And then the civilian sector is just very different. And it's particularly difficult for veterans that are women veterans. And I'm just going to speak a little bit about that because sometimes we come off because we are coming from a world of leadership and where we always have to be on point and being in a position of being in charge and just taking care of people and leadership and when we come out in civilian organizations, people aren't really used to that with women. So we have to combat the biases and unconscious biases that we have as women. And then you add the diversity on it. Being a woman of color, that adds even another aspect to it. So you're just battling all these barriers and challenges. And it's one of the reasons why I took all, all that with me. And I said, you know what? It can't get any worse for myself. So I'm just going to become an entrepreneur, whatever the heck that means. And I'm going to make it work for myself and leverage not only my circle of influence, but all the things that I know that make me unique and make me special and that have made me successful up to this point. There's a great saying, and I can't remember where I heard it, but it was be where you are appreciated, not tolerated And that has resonated with me because you know what, I appreciate me and my gifts. So why not work for myself? And sometimes when you're in corporate, people don't, they're so afraid that they're going to take your job. That's all they focus on. And the civilian sector, that has been my experience over and over again, that people get intimidated by your level of work ethic and leadership. When all you're trying to do is just get paid and do your job. You're not there to take third. If I wanted to be in charge and be CEO of a company, I would have stayed in the air force and continue to, and, and be on the commander route. I had no interest in that. I really didn't. But when you're in the corporate world, they, people get intimidated by the level of ethics and workmanship and just all the things, all the values that make us special as veterans.
0: No, you are exactly right. And it's human nature. We it's everybody's gotta be self-interested. So yeah. rather than going in and thinking, like, oh, I'm gonna be the good soldier, let's assume everybody else is as well. They're not always trying to be jerks. They're scared, they're confused, they don't understand. You clearly don't. There's obviously communication gaps. What the best way to influence people it's the old Dale Carnegie book, you know, how to win friends and influence people. Yeah. Well, typically, if you just say, hey, I'm here to help, then the good ones will, will show themselves. So surround your, your yourself with folks like that. So I know for me personally, when I finally was just like, I'm taking full responsibility for what's going on in my life. I'm not happy. I don't know why or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. I want to figure out something else. Happened to be entrepreneurship in there, yeah. Um, But at some point, I had to give myself permission to go. Like everything I was told, eh, maybe at least not for me. Maybe for other people, but not for me. I'm not trying to judge. Mm -hmm. But what was that kind of epiphany for you, where you were like, I need to give myself permission because it sounds like that's what you had going on in mm. your head a little bit.
1: Absolutely. It's funny you say that because when I told my mom that I was starting this business, she said, don't give anyone your money. And and I looked at her and I said, you know what, mom, I joined the military and you didn't really understand that. And that worked out for me. And I had an extremely fairly successful career It's okay, mom. I'm going to be okay, no matter what happens. I believe in myself. I have that confidence and uh, God has always led the way. And I believe in abundance. I I think for me getting terminated was, I felt like, my gosh, what is wrong with me? I spent 27 years in the military, succeeded. And here I am in the civilian sector and I just can't seem to get this right. And I'm working my butt off and I know I'm doing good work because the patients tell me and my staff loved me and, and I was creating great programs and, and my coworkers came to me and relied on me. But I think you can just get to the point that it's, you can't keep doing the same thing over and over again and expect a different um, result. And that's where I was at. I was like, you know what? The worst thing that can happen is I can start this business and fail and I go back to nursing. And that's the very worst thing that could happen. Otherwise, nothing ventured, nothing gained. And I've been in business now for almost a year. And it's going okay. It's going okay.
0: Good. That That's the best part of this. Is sometimes it happens overnight. Sometimes it takes a long time. Mm-hmm. If you can just get in the mindset of this quote-unquote paycheck that I require because that's how you get oh, food no. yeah it's, but you know what if you organize yourself in a way where it doesn't matter if the paycheck comes every friday mm-hmm. what if it comes every june mm-hmm. if it's a bigger amount mm-hmm. what's the difference if you've been able to manage your time and in, in, in a different way where you don't need as much or you get to do things you like it's so freeing at least tell us about it. you've been into it for a year during the whole lockdown era obviously mm-hmm. it doesn't sound like you need to be a brick and mortar so hopefully that that hasn't <laughs> no. hurt but tell us what you do specifically for folks and how do they get how do they get a hold of you why should they who should be contacting you and so on
1: anything else you want to prove? absolutely i'm going to be fully transparent i have been wanting and interested in business ownership for a long time but just didn't Mm -hmm. know where to go and what to start and I had reached out to a coach on Veterinary, and she said to me, Have you ever thought about franchising? And of course, everybody's like, Franchising is this word that immediately gets gut reactions from people, and they think about McDonald's or whatever. And I said, I've thought about it, but what does it mean? So she threw, took me through a journey of education and awareness, and she presented this possibility to me, which is what I'm doing now. And what I do is I help people through a coaching methodology figure out if entrepreneurship through franchising and business and other business opportunities in our catalog are the right pivot for them and I'm not a sales person I really stick in the coaching methodology and uh, I just guide these clients through reflection exercises and just ask a lot of questions until they get to the point where they like you know what I want to get that paycheck every two weeks or you know what? I'm really sick of corporate. I want to invest in myself and test the waters and see if I can do this. And then I just provide them with the resources and the connections to take that leap and move forward. I have any anyone that's looking to pivot or it's just open to possibilities outside of corporate, it's a good client for me.
0: No, I, I, we just spoke with a, a franchise uh, owner and creator a few days ago. And I'm sorry, right off the top of my head, I, I don't remember specifically who it was, but it might be somebody good to put you in contact with. Cause Mm. I I think for veterans it's, Hey, not everybody's going to have the idea for their entrepreneurship thing or their nonprofit. They want to start it's, or you don't want to necessarily get into straight sales which is typically, whether it's medical sales, financial sales, yeah. or whatever, those are the only, without creating your own t-shirt company, uh, to compete mm-hmm. against or coffee, apparently those are the two <laughs> ones yeah. veterans like to do. Well, there's yeah. already two that are pretty successful, and it's really hard to compete with them. So it's not always easy to go out and, and create the the, the <coughs> new Excuse idea, me. the new ocean. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, type.
1: Mm, thank and you. Thank <laughs> <you>. okay, Sean. <sure. laughs>
0: yeah, I, I lived in Germany for eleven years, so, oh, so <laughs> that, opera, that opera that opera singer thing got way out of hand. <laughs> <laughs> but it. for someone like me, I'm a visionary. Like I, I got to create new ideas and stuff. Mm-hmm. But gee, I wish I had entered some sort of system that was still entrepreneurial, but yes. there was already. Gosh, there's already a thing to sell. There's already a script. There's already you yes. know the widgets, the widgets you need to have. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. You know
0: franchising, and it doesn't franchise isn't always McDonald's. That's a misunderstood no, no, thing no, as no. well.
1: No. Um, so can we I ta- just say something really yeah, quick, yeah, yeah. Not, not to interrupt you, but I just want to no, get no. this in there. The beauty of franchising is that all the mistakes of a startup have been taken out. Most brands have been well-established, have been around for anywhere from 5 to 20, 30 years. And as veterans are the most successful franchise owners, and I'll tell you why. We know how to follow a system. And with franchising, they literally give you the playbook to be successful. The thing that you need to bring to the table is the hustle. And yes, it is a monetary commitment and investment. But if you were starting your own company, you would still have to do that monetary investment. The With a franchise, all the research and development, the marketing, all that stuff is already in place. So if you find something that aligns with your goals, man, it is just a matter of doing the paperwork, doing the investment, getting the training. And then you have to franchise support to get to become successful as quickly as you want, because you do have to hustle. Mm -hmm. But people get so scared. They see that investment and they're like, oh, this isn't for me. And I'm like, and that's fine. It's not for everyone. But there's so much beauty to franchising. And it is the most successful business model in the world for a reason, because everything's been laid out. Those original founders of that franchise have already taken out all the major mistakes. And they're Mm -hmm. constantly researching and developing and marketing to make things better. And that's what you have in the background helping you. I'm in the same way. I wanted to be a business owner and everybody's, you should do coaching, you should do coaching. But I'm like, there's so many coaches out there. Yeah, you gotta come up with a unique
0: thing. Yeah,
1: yeah. And for me, I was like, this gives me a service and a product that there's an end and I can actually make some money out of it. And I was like, so this was a good fit for me. So, yeah, I think that what you said is right, is the the franchising people get in their heads what it is, but there's actually so much more to it. And it is a very successful business model.
0: The one we were talking to earlier, earlier was painting parking lots surprising how needed that is not creating a multi-million dollar you know frant a mcdonald's you know on the corner Mm -hmm. of course it's not that it's still hustle you still got to go out there and do the painting or whatever but guess what you could do you can eventually hire people you can scale your business you can learn all those skill sets that eventually if you did want to go create your own thing Mm -hmm. uh, now you know how to do it so if you're thinking about dabbling in entrepreneurship, you haven't really heard about franchising. Frankly, they don't show up at military job fairs very much. No. And do your research, of course. But it's like investing in real estate. How many veterans are active duty military? Go out and use their VA loans and then start doing investment properties. They're getting renters. Guess what? It's a system. It's a mm-hmm. system, and sometimes there's ways to leverage other people's money to get access to various systems. So yes. start to actually learn how business and money and these things work. Mm-hmm. To, if you want freedom from the man, yeah. g- guess what? There's lots of different ways to make money, especially now with the internet, online franchises, mm-hmm. affiliate marketing. They you know, are all viable Things. So yeah. if, if you're thinking about it, at least it's, you sound like the best person to go to, to talk about it, a former Air Force officer, full career, gone through mm-hmm. the various jobs. You definitely could bring some insight into what it takes because that's what a franchise owner doesn't want.
1: Yeah. They don't want yeah. someone
0: who's not going to be good for their franchise.
1: No, <laughs> so. no. And you have to build that relationship because when I introduce possibilities, you're both checking each other out to see: Are you going to be good for my brand? Do you right. have what it takes to be um, successful? And these are vehicles of success, but that's another whole conversation. Yeah, today. yeah, no, <laughs> it's
0: it's business, it's business. Elise, thank you so much for coming on and uh, sharing your story and your thank insights you. and and uh, inspiration for. Um, not. I think more and more the female veteran community is seeing these opportunities. And so that that's great because I, I know that's always it's harder to blend in, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And hey, you might as well use what you learn to have to stand out, stand on your own and uh, go get into the business world. So it's just business, folks. Got to learn it at some point if you want (laughs) to set up your own future. But
1: how do folks uh,
0: find you, get a hold of you?
1: I do have a website. And really, honestly, I'm on LinkedIn and I'm pretty active on LinkedIn. That's probably the fastest and easiest way to reach out to me, Elise Salamoni. Send me a PM. Let me know that you want to have a quick conversation. Here's the beauty about what I do too. It's completely free to the client. Mm -hmm. My business partners actually pay my fees. So I take you through this journey of education and awareness and it's free information.
0: Yeah, that's a great... Honestly, that's what we do. We are conduits for financial services and strategies and stuff, but mm-hmm. I don't charge financial advice fees because instead I give the education and say, go be your own financial advisor. That's your money. It's mm-hmm. really, it, that's how you get ahead as you understand this stuff. And then you use the resources as needed. So cool. Hey, LinkedIn is the best place to get out there and, and network. That's for sure. We're huge advocates. Mm-hmm. So make sure you connect with Elise and uh, for everybody else. Uh, thanks again, Elise. And,
1: and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for the opportunity.
0: Thanks again for listening to another episode of Veteran Wealth Secrets. Be sure to subscribe to us on all the podcast channels, also on YouTube, and share it with a friend. Visit our website at usvetwealth.com to get access to all of our free resources, including the first three chapters of Veteran Wealth Secrets, The Post-Military Guide to Gaining Autonomy and control you can get that today on our website first three chapters for free or you can go to amazon.com if you want the kindle or paperback we have other resources all over the website so check out usvetwolf.com to learn more